Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you guys. Welcome to Behind, no, welcome to Beyond the Notion <laughs> uh, with me, Chloe Ferguson. Um, today we have Mr. Jamie Harris. So hello to you, sir. Hello, nice to be here. It's very nice to have you. It's it, uh, Jamie sent me his song um, a couple of days ago, and it's one of those moments where once again I'm so relieved that I actually really, really like the song. And I had this on repeat mm. this morning um, when I was doing my makeup. So um, I'll, I'll go straight in with the questions, Jamie, so you yeah, can tell sure. us everything. Um, it's a tune, and why is this your favorite song you've written? Huh. Well, <laughs> when you sent me, you know, the message saying send me over your favorite track mm. uh I, I i struggled for a minute because I'm, yeah. I'm quite pleased with, with with a few of them but i went with this one because it was a song that i it was it was never meant to be on the album i mm. the album that i recorded took a few years yeah. and like most musicians you go through that existential crisis um yeah. why am i doing this uh is it all worth it i had a you know a couple of knockbacks in terms of my confidence with music and i i, uh, I decided to not put the album out wow so these 11 tracks just sat there which which we spent a lot of time on mm. um and two years later uh, i just woke up one morning and had this little riff in my head and i was like oh let's have a little listen see what we can do with that and it turned into that song and it, it, it and then i was like actually i really like that song and i don't care if anyone else likes it and it took me a long 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 moment to get to that but mm. yeah, so that song the reason why it's my favorite other than you know obviously the fact that i just like the the production and and the 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 instrumentation it was the song that made me release the album so wow that's quite a big thing actually yeah. and that's um it. I was a bit shocked when you said that you kind of you had this confidence knock and you, you you said that's I just basically didn't put the album out and that's 11 tracks. Um, yeah. So this song is, it was sort of your mot motivation. Um, yeah, it was, it really was. I mean, wow. It, yeah, it was, it was weird because, you know, I mean, you know what it's like for musicians is it, you, you have to prop yourself up a lot. Yeah, um, absolutely. You have to, you have to be, you know, accepting of criticism but also when you do something well it's it's really difficult to get people to like it without forcing it on people to a certain you know it's the nature of what we do we have to put stuff out into the world and we have to say to people listen to this you know please please listen yeah. to it please come and watch it play and and yeah. that i for me that had an effect on me i i, I mm. you know because when people don't <laughs> you start questioning oh should i be doing this like you know i've been doing it a long time yeah um, the right thing to do so we, we had these songs and I really, really I thought they were great I really really liked them and you know I was going for you know I, I do like pop music and I'm a mm. big big 80s fan so I wanted this high production sort of pop album which is you know can sometimes be accused of being a bit cheesy mm. and uh, you know so it, it did as the as, as, as the recording went on I just chipped away my confidence I was like oh people don't want this they don't want to listen to it and it's a terrible mm. attitude to have you should just be you know you have yeah. conviction with your own stuff but yeah it was it it's it, it spiraled from that and then yeah I just one literally one day woke up and, and I was like oh I got this song in my head I'm gonna try and get it down and as soon as it was done, I was like, right, 12 is a good number now for an album. We'll just release it yeah. and see what happens. So, yeah. 
Wow. That's crazy. I, th- I think those things, though, like you said, it's it's so inevitable for all of us because we I think we, we do feed off um, sort of the response of what's going on. And, and that coupled with um, what, what we we're our own worst critics, I think. And it's fair. It, I'm glad that I'm asking people because I think every songwriter deserves to have a song they enjoy doing because they yeah. should be proud of that. And you really should be proud of this and you could tell me more about the production in a bit because I'm really curious because I think the production is just it's it's like it's perfect and it's well mixed oh, and you. um but we'll get onto that after because I really want to know if, if you're okay with talking about it yeah, like sure. what was the narrative and story behind the song so I mean lyrically it's 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 not a uh it's not a hidden message in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, it sounds probably silly of me to say that, uh, but yeah. I still want to know. You know, it's yeah, it'd be no, nice. So, yeah. So the narrative of the song, and, I, and I'm going to be, I'll be, I'll be broad yet precise in my answer. <laughs> so it, it's obviously a, a, about a relationship that I, that I had, yeah. um, which did actually, you know, just because of a number of different circumstances, did feed into the 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 uh, you know the, the lack of confidence I was feeling at the time. Yeah. And, and then that ended. Um, uh, oh. and, and well, you know, for the, for the, for the better, uh, in, in oh. hindsight, but it, it ended. And then it, it's sort of a song about, yeah, like, again, so I suppose with the realization of, of, of actually releasing the album when that song was done, it was, it was mm. sort of a, a, li- a line under how I was feeling generally anyway, that song. Yeah. So it is, oh. it is about the, you know, the battle of, you know, it's, it's weird. I was thinking about it this morning because, you know, people ask, why, what, what's the song about? Why is it written? Mm-hmm. And the lyrics can, can be construed to a relationship, but also to how I was feeling with music. Oh, wow. I, I like that. It's a multi-perspective. Well, you know, I, I, maybe I'm making too much of it, but it was how I was feeling at the time. And I write mm-hmm. very much for how I, I'm feeling at the time. I, 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 I don't believe you should do a song unless you believe in what you're doing in it. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, I like that. I well, yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, we'll talk about the production in a minute, which which is different in your approach or my approach. But in terms mm-hmm. of the song, you should never write a song to be like, I'm going to write a song that, that could be a hit or I'm going to write a song. Yeah. Because I want people to feel like that. I, I, for me, I, I you know, it, the most important thing has to be that it's a how I'm feeling, because yeah. when you then c- come to perform that song, mm it'll just it'll it'll have something more about it rather than running the numbers I think uh so yeah so it, it was about you know loss and about you know getting over that and 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 sort of having enough of, of feeling that way um uh. and, it, and, it, and it was one of those songs that you know sometimes with songs it, it you have the basic idea of a song and it takes a while to 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 to, to sort of like finish it but that one happened mm. really quickly I, I sort of got it got it's it it's like you were so certain yeah. about the um like how you were feeling and yeah what it was turning it. into and it's such a nice yeah. it's that kind of it's that intention taking over and it sounds like that's what wrote the song which is really nice yeah but it's funny because you it's, it's strange isn't it because you you know you you're, you're being quite open and honest when you oh, for me I'm quite open and honest when you write songs and then not only are you then telling people how you feel which is quite you make mm. people feel quite vulnerable but you're also showing them your art at the same time so it yeah. really feeds into that you know um oh god it's <laughs> Does anyone brave. Know this? It's, we're, it's... we're kind of warriors i think everyone whether you're a poet whether you're like a you drawing artist or especially us I, I didn't think of it like that it, that's interesting because you're yeah you're, you're coming clean you're being an open wound and you're also 
got these particular set of skills uh, like your guitar or the drums or the vocal. Yeah. So you're right. It's kind of like, hello, I, I am exposed. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's weird because it, you know, it, it, it when, you know, when you release it then, and it is oversaturated at the moment with everything online, it's very hard to get your stuff noticed on a big yeah. scale. Yeah. Um, but when you then release it and if someone doesn't like it or you don't get the feedback you want, it doesn't just feed in for me. It doesn't just feed into, oh, is the song any good? It's also, oh, God, do people care about what I'm singing about? You know, and, yeah. and as someone who, who always needs good lyrics in songs, um, you know, that that's really important to me. So, yeah, it was <laughs> relatively affected by the whole industry, really. Um, but, yeah, it, it, yeah. That, that's something that played into, you know, when I when I used to play. The, the songs to people I sat there and I was aware that I was as worried about the content of the lyrics as I was did they like the production did they like yeah know? so yeah so it, it yeah it, it is all that isn't it it's sort of rolled in rolled into it and yeah was, absolutely it's it's a nice uh spin to put on it as well as the like you said the precise narrative and story behind it but that's it's interesting. It's something uh, like I keep doing with every artist. I I basically listen to the song again with all this knowledge, and so this is what I love because you, you're given, you know, there's so many people who would have listened to this probably are fans, and they they would have thought like, what I didn't expect that. So that that's awesome. That's a really nice um, and always it's nice to have a reminder that we are we're so uh, I think vulnerable uh as musicians because we are we're constantly oh gosh is that okay was that okay yeah. but i think so long as you're doing it like you did for the expression it's it's well received it certainly was on my, on my part anyway <laughs> thanks very much well that's it i mean it's you know we yeah you you just you just put it out there and it's difficult you're not you don't just have to be a musician these days you have to be you know good at the you know media side of things and you have to be yeah. a photographer and you have to be this that and the other and, and you know, you can spread yourself too thin and you just, you know, you want to put something out that's good, but, you know, yeah. it's always a gamble to do that. And I think, I, I think the thing for me, as I've gotten a bit older, I, I'm a bit misguided when I was younger with music. I, I wanted it, you know, you had to look cool and you had yeah. to act cool. So you turn up if you were on a bill with a few other bands and everyone mm. was a bit like just trying to be cool and trying to be what you think a musician is. And and, mm. I, and I find that quite tiring these days. And I, I, I think it's important that your music should reflect the, the kind oh, of yeah. you are. So, you know, for yeah. me, you know, I, I don't, I'm at the stage now, I wasn't for years, I'm at the stage now where I actually, if you don't like it and you don't like what I'm singing about and you don't like, the, the pop angle then that's fine it's just not going to be for you and I don't take it personally now whereas I no, but there, there will be people who it is for and um it's not in a like a passive way that you say that because some people really have, have oh, some reviews I've had of my music even on Submit Hub they've been like oh gosh you know like oh, it's brutal isn't it it's it, yeah you have but then you know there's one hour later somebody from Canada have said thank you so much for this this really touched me yeah. today and I cried and but yeah, it's it, it's just um, something. I think it's good that you're like that. That you're really letting the intention, even though that sounds obvious, it's not. Because even today, I mean, I was, I thought I'm going to get loads of makeup on so that I could talk to these guests. But I thought it's not about that. It's about, and this is why I'm glad we actually. I said to Jamie yeah. before the interview, I said uh, it just takes up so much room on my Mac, and I'd rather not go on camera. But and I feel so much more expression it just to know that it's about your art and um yeah. not about what we're about 
Although it's kind of part of it. We all want to, obviously, we're going to dress up if there's a gig, aren't we? And we're going to want to, you want to look presentable, but in yeah, terms I of... Mean, of course you yeah. do, yeah. But, but it, yeah, it, oh God, I mean, it's, 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 this is a deep oh, it's, Yeah, it's, it's it's gone deep, like escalation. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, it's you, great. You are right, you, you, you people, you know, I, I still try and look nice for gigs and, and um, you know, there was... Yeah, even things like you know do you take the guitar that looks cool or do you take the guitar that's yeah because you know, that's not always <laughs> the same guitar so you know there, there is a bit of that and it's weird that that still happens but um no nah, it's, it's a thing though isn't it we still want to i've been thinking about oh gosh i need to on these podcasts i'm so new to this is like my second or third day of this whole thing and right. uh, I, I want it to look good you want it to be you have to be presentable and as you said before we are our own manager now i mean not for yeah. many people but you could tell most people uh, and it's they they really do it properly all these interviews that i've had they've been immediately sending me press photos they've been sending uh their best songs your production especially uh, in the song i i was like oh my goodness this guy really takes his work seriously and actually i can walk into the next question about uh tell me about the production like is it self-produced or have you got a some yeah. mates or well so um again I'll, I'll try and like i said I, I tend to talk quite a bit uh, yes it is self-produced it was me and uh one other fella uh-huh. who uh is an incredibly talented man his name's jolian uh he's 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 been around he's done he's done some some cool stuff uh uh-huh. and he's very knowledgeable he was uh, based out in uh in america in um Ooh. california i think for for years and years and years and uh done 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 some quite famous people um but I, I met him when he sort of moved back here. Uh, he, he actually from Salisbury. And I met him through a mutual friend and I sort of met up with him and said, look, I want to do a big production album. I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of, of people like, I mean, I grew up listening to sort of Nick Kershaw from the 80s, who I, I think cool. is one of the most talented songwriters. I, I think yeah. phenomenal. And his production was always very good. Um, and, and, you know, sort of John Mayer's production on some of his albums is phenomenal. Yeah. And I wanted that level of production, uh, but I didn't have any money for it. So uh, we ended up doing the whole album on a Mac Mini. Oh, wow. Um, Fair play. In a loft conversion. Nice. Now, I like authentic. <laughs> yeah. Now I will offer, I'll offer the caveat to that because I, I, I'm very skeptical when people say things like that. Oh, this was all done on that. And it sounds great. We did have some very nice uh, microphones. Uh, we had some mm. very expensive guitars and, and, and sort of, you know, we, we did have some, you know, we had some gear at our disposal, but essentially yeah. we used Logic with Waves plugins. Nice. Um, nice choice. And, and, yeah. And, and he, he's very, very good, Julian. And when I first met him, I, I, I don't think, even though we, we've been talking about you have to do everything yourself, I don't think that that leads to people's best work. No, um, not I, at all. I think that sometimes the ego can go yeah. I did all this myself I'm like yeah but it doesn't sound very good you know so yeah. you, you have to get that balance right so for me um I am interested in production I, I, I like to think I've got a good ear but he really mm. just focused me with that like everything that I was doing wrong he wow. would explain to me oh let's just try this and like, we mix it like that and so it was one of those things that I came away from the first day recording I, I took the guide track up there just recorded acoustic and, and electric and and I walked away from the session at the end of the day thinking, God, that already sounds really good. And that's the guide yeah. track. Wow. And we, the remit was big production. You know, can, what's the, what is the best we can do? How close can we get to people like, you know, John Mayer in terms of his production? 
Yeah. Um, but without the multi-million pound studio. <laughs> and I don't get me wrong it's not as it's not up there with that but i it's it's very ballpark it's very polished yeah we what the the test for us was when we when we did a track we would put it into a playlist next to uh crowded house who've always had good production on their stuff um tom petty because uh, oh. I'm, I'm a big Tom Petty fan and John Mayer <laughs> and then we would play play the song that we'd done in between those songs and mm. it, it, did it stand up in that like if, if that song came on in a playlist at a party would people's ears go oh what's that that sounds weird compared to everything else <laughs> does, it, does it feel like it exists in the same space and I know this sounds like a slightly weird answer rather than technical, oh. but, but you know you can know everything you can about, or you know, the frequency response of things. And but at the end of the day, it's your ears. Your ears will, will ultimately determine how your production sounds at the end of it. It's because so you true. Can, you can know how to do all these different things. You can know a, a, a plug-in inside out. You can know yeah. how to position a mic in a room. But it at the end of the day, when you're when you've got 50 tracks on a on, on a Mac and you have to mix that properly, it, it mm. does it sound good? It does yeah. it sound does sound good does it really matter what the eq line looks like you know and and that that's what i learned from, from Jody. and i mean don't get me wrong he's incredibly knowledgeable but mm. it was just the overall well you know technically that's not how you would record that but let's try it oh it sounds really good sod it you know that, yeah and and i think over the whole album I, you know the, the thing that i am most proud about it is i can step back every now and again from that album and actually just enjoy it as a song rather than a song i did yeah, I like that. I like, and you you can have the license to do that because of what you just told us. Yeah, and it's it, okay. It's, it's a weird one because I, I I've always I don't know how you find this when you're songwriting, but when you listen back to a song you've recorded, mm. in your head there's like the internal timeline of how you recorded it, rather than just listening to the song. So when you listen back to it, you're like, oh, I think that guitar's a bit loud there. Oh, I remember that day we 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 couldn't do that because yeah, yeah. And, and you don't enjoy the song for literally what it is, whereas. Mm. If you just listen to someone else's song and you weren't part of the recording process, you are much you don't more know. receptive to just the song. Yeah, like John May, you wouldn't know what he was going through. He could have been exactly. smoking or like drinking when he was doing it, but you don't know. You're just thinking about that song. About song. So you're more receptive to just enjoying it as the song. Whereas, you know, with, with your own stuff, it's, I find that very difficult. I find it as soon as I start singing, I'm like, oh, God, it's my voice and I hate my voice. And, and yeah. whereas there's a couple of songs on the album that In and Out, the one, the one we're talking about today, with, with you know, which. It, I can listen to it and it almost feels like I'm listening to someone else. And I, I like that. And it's like a new, um, what's the word? You can, it's like a fresh, you're not thinking about those times when, <gasps> remember when I did that note, we had to pitch correct it. You're thinking, yeah. oh, it's just a song. It's it's a song, which I enjoy. That's that's such, uh, there's so many things I can take from that. And it's- That's my remit now for, 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 for yeah. sort of, for doing stuff because I, I am into my, my production and I, I'm I'm mm. self-producing my next album and wow um, brilliant it's yeah well it you know it takes time it takes a lot of time and and you know I I don't believe in putting stuff out there that actually if you ever play something that you've done to somebody else yeah. uh-huh. and I've done it where you play it and before you're 10 seconds into the song you're like right now wait for this bit because this bit starts uh-huh. here you shouldn't apologize for your work even before yeah, someone's true. heard it and and you know, so I'm very, very harsh on 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 what I put out into the world. Now that doesn't necessarily mean what I do is good, but my by my standard, it, your standards are high it, if you're comparing it. it. Yeah, my 
my brother is a producer he always told me Chloe before you put it out there or even just as a demo he said why don't you uh, listen to one of your song you think is produced so well especially but now pop indie pop songs are clean yeah. you know the, yeah. the ones that are and you can tell with the audience that people there is more and you don't get comments on submit hub saying did you mix it properly and all this but I, I love how you did that you said there was you compared it to was it crowded house there was tom petty and there was yeah. John uh, Mayer. Yeah. Now, oh my goodness, I'm not even really. I, I don't know much about that music, but I would know that, that they can. They have got the license to go and record in these multi. So I think for you to do that, a lot of people would say like, "Oh gosh, like I hate comparing my songs to." But I think you're really setting yourself good standards, and it explains why. Because the first thing I said to you was the production. Like you know, it, yeah. so it's it's obviously paying off, and I'm glad that you can look at that as yes, of course, it's your song and you wrote it. And that's that's an amazing thing. But it's like, oh my goodness, it's like the first time I can, I'm not thinking of all those other things because it's there and it's it's yeah. laminated and that's yeah, amazing. No, it, it, you're right. And it, it's, you know, sorry, I'm going for too much longer, but- it, No, it, you're fine. It's it's one of those things where I, you know, I wish I had I had a better voice and I, you know, maybe, maybe the production on my stuff sometimes- um, carries the songs a little bit maybe you know I, yeah and I again this is me being harsh on myself you know I probably shouldn't do this I sh I'm not a very mm. good uh self-promoter mm. I should just be like, yeah it's fantastic and <laughs> a bit weird and unapproachable and everyone you know but I, I don't do that I, I can't do that and maybe the production does carry my my songs a little bit sometimes and maybe that's a criticism I have of my stuff but you know you have to you work with what you have I can't change my voice uh mm. I, I you know I, I can't I want to write the songs I write um and I think if you try and do something uh, to to please other people, you you end up with nobody really liking it. Um, mm, absolutely, so, everyone's yeah, different I, anyway. So everyone is different, and and you know it, it's hard. I, I I would say I'm given. I you know I've I've recorded sort of like your lo-fi sort of um, hipster stuff in the past where the you know, mm. you, the production isn't so much, or it's a different type of production. You know, yeah. And I think I think on on an unsigned level where you're not funded by a label, I think the the. The, the logistics of recording a big production pop album is, is it puts people off. And I think yeah. on, on mm -hmm. the unsigned level, you don't hear a lot of big production pop stuff. Um, yeah. I, I don't anyway. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. uh, maybe there is, it is out there, but I think the people think there is a limitation to the technology we can use at home and mm -hmm. to a point there is, but I would say now uh, is, is, if you know what you're doing with the stuff, you can do a lot now. Um, on a home yeah, you, you really can. It's shocking to see some of your favorite bands too. I see on, oh, like I'm going to follow them on this and that. And then there'll be a video on, I don't know, YouTube. And it's like, oh my goodness, they've literally got the same setup as I have, but they're just yeah. a lot more skilled. And I, I'm, I agree though. There's people who've said, come on, Chloe, your stuff, you've got great speakers and this and that, but of course you're not going to sound like that because of this, but it, you can, I think, especially the more that we learn as well, it, it's possible. There's yeah, so many absolutely. of my favorite bands. I thought I pictured them in maybe Metropolis Studios or whatever, Abbey Road. And actually, no, they were just in a, maybe a caravan with yeah. tons of tracks. And um, so that's that's really, um, I really love how much you value the production side. This is, I'll probably call the episode something to do with the production, even though we're talking about the song, yeah, but obviously the no, song I, is the reason. It's the, well, you said, it, yeah, it's it's all relevant, it, isn't it? It is all relevant, and and yeah. you know, you look. There's there's plenty of stuff out there. There's good examples of of incredibly well produced bad songs. Um, yeah, so true. And, <laughs> and, and 
that 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 you know you can't get away from that. But at the same time, good production doesn't mm. mean necessarily, you know, the best sounding snare drum you've ever heard or yeah. vocals that are so well compressed that it doesn't sound like they're compressed. You know, like yeah. that necessarily mean good production. What good production means is does it it does it serve the song that that is being made with it? So True. if 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 you've got a song that needs to have that big pop compressed mm. feel to it, then do yeah. that. Don't yes. write a pop song and then try and produce it like <laughs> a Lumineers track. Like yeah, sort of, exactly. That's you know, no. Get there, it'll, it will sound too disjointed. You know, I look yeah. at like 1975. The production on their albums is phenomenal. Like, Absolutely, um, yes. And, and I, it just yeah. suits the music they're doing. Is that real balance of like that? You, you there's 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 You've got a lot like, in their songs, like their textures are oh, it's brilliant. It, it, the new album, of like the kooks and stuff, isn't there? And and that, that sort of that angle. it's all over the place. Also, yeah, yeah. Just, the bass the and production, like yeah. Sorry, I'm getting excited. <laughs> it, Me it, too. I'm glad that you just, mentioned them actually because it's phenomenal. It's who I compare. I spoke to my brother the other day. Like I just can't do it. I can't produce. And he said, Chloe, don't. I know what you're doing. You're comparing yourself to the 1975 because I've been listening to so many of their like not so much the new album. That's something else we can go into another time. But yeah. they're um. Well, actually, no, their album, it's, I wouldn't necessarily say it's that good, but the textures, they're, yeah. they've done like, let's be a multi-genre band. And if you yeah. listen to like, if, if, you're, uh, if you're too shy, I listen to that and I'm like, why does their bass sound so together and yeah. with the drums and his voice? And then that, my brother's like, Chloe, they probably had a lot of intention sat behind, you know, all those, those um, mixing tracks, but do you know how much they can afford to spend on their productions? And they're the worst band to do it for all of us because, yeah. because of those instrumental textures and just their feel and dynamic and timbre. Um, sorry, I, ha I had to go. I, I got excited too, because yeah, I am no, actually quite a, I'm a bit of a closet 1975, more A side than B sides, but yeah. I'm glad you mentioned them because they're a prime example of why I feel horrible at my production. But it's like, do you know what? I'm. It, it's. I might do your trick and do the Maya concept of. I want to listen to them and think that's the standard. Yeah, and you, you have you to. And it, I mean, you know, they are a good example. Nineteen seventy-five because you actually listen. I mean, I. I their self-titled album is my favorite that they did. Um, ah, yes, like classic Chocolate back in twenty thirteen and, and yeah, girls. You know, yeah. But what I love about that album and, and what it's the same reason why I like Continuum by John Mayer just just blows my mind as, as an album production wise. Oh, well, yeah. actually, no, everything wise, the songs are fantastically written, you know, the, they, yeah. they, the grooves are all there. But you actually listen to a song like, say, Girls, there's not a lot going on. There like, really isn't. It, You've got that it, guitar thing happening, haven't you? And the. Yeah, the there's not a lot of instrumentation in that song. So what impresses me about that album, and again, if you haven't, heard much of continuum I, I recommend it because it's a similar yeah. kind of vibe it's mm. just wicked sounding instruments yeah just just put in in the right place and and then it's not that's that. too hard and it's that's that and yeah. that that level of production I think comes from people producers who actually are knowledgeable about not necessarily how to use software but are knowledgeable about the genre of music that they're producing in so for instance, yeah. you know, you 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 listen to, you know, all these, you know, these big bands, you know, like the Beatles and, and the production techniques they used. And, mm. you know, in a studio, you're just saying, right, we need some we need some BVs by there for this track. OK, well, what are we, what are we thinking? Oh, let's do some Beatles style BVs. And everyone knows what that means. Yeah. But as a, as a producer, 
it's not just about then putting the mic in the right place, pressing record and just going, right, do some Beatles BVs, you know? It's not exactly. just about that. It, it's also, does this track need that? Is that the right thing to do? And mm. ooh, do the Beatles, are their BVs quite high in the mix? Are they low in the mix? It's all, it's all the production within the song. And, and yeah. you know, that, that's, that's, that's the production I really like. It's just when a song starts and you're just like, right, whoever wrote this and whoever produced it were just completely on the same page. And all they were doing yeah. was serving the song, which is ultimately the most important thing, I think. Definitely. It sounds like you've... Um you're really up to speed with these thoughts and these, uh, what's the word? It was just stuff you've learned, which is fantastic. I should actually do, I'm going to do another season of these podcasts if, if I get the time. I'm seeing how it goes yeah. because it, yeah. it is quiet at the moment. It's, I think songwriting is, there's so much to say about it. Yeah, there but is I, loads. The more that I talked, I didn't even think about touching on production, but I think I might do a separate series or rather episode specifically. And it'd be great to chat to you again, because I think you're someone um, who, well you've got a diverse music taste as well and for that reason I think that's good as well because you've got different ways of oh that worked well with that production and that worked on oh, that thing that they did and um I'd love to speak to you again Jamie I think uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I'm meant to be on another I feel terrible because it's more that I was um should I think what, what time is it I've gone over but I would love no, to speak honestly, to you. no it's fine we can do it again yeah, absolutely. I well, yeah. I'm going to. I've pretty much asked uh, more or less everyone to come back on other episodes because I, I guess I'm finding the things that are more ho- helpful to the listeners. And but this has been. I mean, we could talk about this, especially I think because we uh, like when you've got a band, you both know, and you know you yeah. can sort of go on about that. And other people who are fans of maybe Tom Petty or uh, John Mayer and 1975. It's they're going to relate and that's awesome but thank you so much for talking about this song i'm going to play it now for the guys okay great uh, yeah and please come back for my next season because there's so much more that i want to ask you about um but for now i should uh probably um talk to my other <laughs> my <laughs> next, because i've told her i should maybe leaving her hanging a bit so Jamie, i'm so sorry that we have to wrap no this up no it's been fun and yeah any anytime you want to have a little chat again um Definitely. I don't to know anything, but I'm very opinionated on a lot of things. <laughs> no good, you are, and it's 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 just above all, it's it's instructive, I think, to everybody, and it's um, you do it in a nice, humble way as well. I don't get any vibes. You already you were saying you had some low confidence at the start of the interview, and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, why? You you know, you, you're obviously very experienced, and you're, it's very sophisticated in the way that you um, you're telling me. So thank you so much, and yeah, for the guys listening, this is In and Out by Jamie Harris. Thank you.
Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you guys. Welcome to Behind, no, welcome to Beyond the Notion <laughs> uh, with me, Chloe Ferguson. Um, today we have Mr. Jamie Harris. So hello to you, sir. Hello, nice to be here. It's very nice to have you. It's it, uh, Jamie sent me his song um, a couple of days ago, and it's one of those moments where once again I'm so relieved that I actually really, really like the song, and I had this on repeat mm. this morning um, when I was doing my makeup. So um, I'll, I'll go straight in with the questions, Jamie, so you yeah, can tell sure. us everything. Um, it's a tune, and why is this your favourite song you've written? Huh. Well, <laughs> when you sent me, you know, the message saying send me over your favorite track yeah. uh I, I i struggled for a minute because I'm, yeah. I'm quite pleased with, with with a few of them but i went with this one because it was a song that i it was it was never meant to be on the album i mm-hmm. the album that i recorded took a few years yeah. and like most musicians you go through that existential crisis um yeah. why am i doing this uh is it all worth it i had a you know a couple of knockbacks in terms of my confidence with music and i i, uh, I decided to not put the album out wow so these 11 tracks just sat there which which we spent a lot of time on mm. um and two years later uh, i just woke up one morning and had this little riff in my head and i was like oh have a little listen see what we can do with that and it turned into that song and it, it, it and then I was like actually I really like that song and I don't care if anyone else likes it and it took me a long 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 moment to get to that but mm. yeah, so that song the reason why it's my favorite other than you know obviously the fact that I just like the the production and and the the, the instrumentation it was the song that made me release the album so. wow that's quite a big thing actually yeah. and um I was a bit shocked when you said that you kind of you had this confidence knock and you 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 said that's I just basically didn't put the album out and that's 11 tracks. Um yeah. so this song is it was sort of your mot- motivation. Um, yeah, it was. It really was. I mean, wow. It, yeah, it was it was weird cuz you know, I mean, you know what it's like for musicians is it, you you have to prop yourself up a lot. Yeah, absolutely. You have to you have to be you know, accepting of criticism but also when you do something well it's it's really difficult to get people to like it without forcing it on people to assume you know it's the nature of what we do we have to put stuff out into the world and we have to say to people listen to this you know please please listen yeah. to it please come and watch it play and and yeah. that I th- for me that had an effect on me I, I, I mm. you know because when people don't <laughs> you start questioning oh should I be doing this like you know I've been doing it a long time yeah um, the right thing to do so we, we had these songs and I really, really I thought they were great I really really liked them and you know I was going for you know I, I do like pop music and I'm a mm. big big 80s fan so I wanted this high production sort of pop album which is you know can sometimes be accused of being a bit cheesy mm. and uh, you know so it, it did as the as, as, as the recording went on I just chipped away my confidence I was like oh people don't want this they don't want to listen to it and I said terrible mm. attitude to have you should just be you know you have yeah. conviction with your own stuff but yeah it was it it's it, it spiraled from that and then yeah I just one literally one day woke up and, and I was like oh I got this song in my head I'm gonna try and get it down and as soon as it was done I was like right 12 is a good number now for an album we'll just release it yeah. and see what happens so yeah. 
Wow, that's crazy. I, th I think those things, though, like you said, it's it's so inevitable for all of us because yeah. we I think we, we do feed off um, sort of the response of what's going on. And, and that coupled with um, what, what we we're our own worst critics, I think. And it's fair. It, I'm glad that I'm asking people. Because I think every songwriter deserves to have a song they enjoyed doing because they yeah. should be proud of that and you really should be proud of this. And you could tell me more about the production in a bit because I'm really curious because I think the production is just, it's it's like, it's perfect and it's well mixed. Oh, and um, But we'll get onto that after because I really want to know if, if you're okay with talking about it. Yeah, like, sure. what was the narrative and story behind the song? So, I mean, lyrically, it's, it's, it's not a... Uh... There's not a hidden message in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, it sounds probably silly of me to say that, uh, but yeah. I still want to know, you know, it's yeah, it'd be no, nice. So, yeah. so the narrative of the song, and, I, and I'm going to be, I'll, I'll be, I'll be broad yet precise in my answer. <laughs> so it, it's obviously a, a, about a relationship that I, that I had, yeah. um, which did actually, you know, just because of a number of different circumstances did feed into the, 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 uh, you know, the, the lack of confidence I was feeling at the time. Yeah. And, and then that ended. Um, uh, oh. and, and well, you know, for the, for the, for the better, uh, you know, in, with oh. hindsight, but it, it ended. And then it, it's sort of a song about, yeah, like, again, so I suppose with the realization of, of, of actually releasing the album when that song was done, it was, it was mm -hmm. sort of a, a, li a line under how I was feeling generally anyway, that song. Yeah. So it is, oh. it is about the, you know, the battle of, you know, it's, it's weird. I, I was thinking about it this morning because, you know, people ask why, what, what's the song about? Why is it written? Mm -hmm. And the lyrics can, can be construed to a relationship, but also to how I was feeling with music. Oh, wow. I, I like that. It's a multi-perspective. Well, you know, I, I, maybe I'm making too much of it, but it was how I was feeling at the time. And I write mm -hmm. very much for how I, I'm feeling at the time. I, 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 I don't believe you should do a song unless you believe in what you're doing in it. Um, Interesting. So, yeah. I like that. I write, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, we'll talk about the production in a minute, which which is different in your approach or my approach. But in terms mm -hmm. of the song, you should never write a song to be like, I'm going to write a song that, that could be a hit or I'm going to write a song. Yeah. I want people to feel like that. I, for me, I, I you know, it, the most important thing has to be that it's a how I'm feeling, because yeah. when you then c come to perform that song, mm it'll just it'll it'll have something more about it rather than running the numbers i think uh, so yeah so it, it was about you know loss and about you know getting over that and and, and sort of having enough of, of feeling that way um oh. and, it, and, it, and it was one of those songs that you know sometimes with songs it, it, you have the basic idea of a song and it takes a while to 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 to, to sort of like finish it but that one happened really quickly I, I sort of got it got it it's like you were so certain yeah. about the um like how you were feeling and yeah what it was turning it. into and it's such a nice yeah. it's that kind of it's that intention taking over and it sounds like that's what wrote the song which is really nice yeah but it's funny because you it's, it's strange isn't it because you you know you you're being quite open and honest when you were oh, for me I'm quite open and honest when you write songs and then not only are you then telling people how you feel which is quite you make mm. people feel quite vulnerable but you're also showing them your art at the same time so it yeah. really feeds into that you know um oh god it's <laughs> Is anyone brave. Like this? It's, it's... We're, we're kind of warriors i think everyone whether you're a poet whether you're like a you drawing artist or especially us I, I didn't think of it like that it, that's interesting because you're yeah you're, you're coming clean you're being an open wound and you're also 
got these particular set of skills uh like your guitar or the drums or the vocal yeah. so you're right it's kind of like hello i, I am exposed yeah. <laughs> and it, it's weird because it you know it, it, it when you know when you release it then and it is oversaturated at the moment with everything online it's very hard to get your stuff noticed on a big yeah. scale yeah um but when you then release it and if someone doesn't like it or you don't get the feedback you want, it doesn't just feed in for me. It doesn't just feed into, oh, is the song any good? It's also, oh, God, do people care about what I'm singing about? You know, and, yeah. and as someone who, who always needs good lyrics in songs, um, mm-hmm. you know, that that's really important to me. So, yeah, it was <laughs> relatively affected by the whole industry, really. Um, but, yeah, it, it, yeah. That, that's something that played into, you know, when I when I used to play. The, the songs to people I sat there and I was aware that I was as worried about the content of the lyrics as I was did they like the production did they like yeah know? so yeah so it, it yeah it, it is all that isn't it it's sort of rolled in rolled into it and yeah was- absolutely it's it's a nice uh spin to put on it as well as the like you said the precise narrative and story behind it but that's it's interesting. It's something uh, like I keep doing with every artist. I I basically listen to the song again with all this knowledge, and so this is what I love because you're, you're given, you know, there's so many people who would have listened to this probably are fans, and they they would have thought like, what? I didn't expect that. So that that's awesome. That's a really nice. Um, and always, it's nice to have a reminder that we are we're so uh, I think vulnerable uh, as musicians because we are we constantly oh gosh is that okay was that okay but I think so long as you're doing it like you did for the expression it's it's well received it certainly was on my my part anyway (laughs) thanks very much well that's it I mean it's you know we yeah you you just you just put it out there and it's difficult you're not you don't just have to be a musician these days you have to be you know good at the you know media side of things and you have to be a photographer and you have to be this that and the other And, and you know you can spread yourself too thin and you just you know you want to put something out that's good but you know yeah it's always a gamble to do that and I think I, I think the thing for me as I've gotten a bit older I, I'm a bit misguided when I was younger with music I, I wanted it you know you, you have to look cool and you have yeah to act. so you turn up if you were on a bill with a few other bands and everyone mm. was a bit like just trying to be cool and trying to be what you think a musician is and and, mm. I, and I find that quite tiring these days and I, I I think it's important that your music should reflect the, the kind oh, of yeah. you are so you know for yeah. me you know I, I don't I'm at the stage now I wasn't for years I'm at the stage now where I actually if you don't like it and you don't like what I'm singing about and you don't like the, the pop angle then that's fine it's just not going to be for you and I don't take it personally now whereas I no, but there, there will be people who it is for and um it's not in a like a passive way that you say that because some people really have, have oh, some reviews I've had of my music even on Submit Hub they've been like oh gosh you know like oh, it's brutal isn't it it's it, yeah you have but then you know there's one hour later somebody from Canada have said thank you so much for this this really touched me yeah. today and I cried and but yeah, it's it, it's just um, something. I think it's good that you're like that. That you're really letting the intention, even though that sounds obvious, it's not. Because even today, I mean, I was, I thought I'm going to get loads of makeup on so that I could talk to these guests. But I thought it's not about that. It's about, and this is why I'm glad we actually. I said to Jamie before the interview, I said uh, it just takes up so much room on my Mac, and I'd rather not go on camera. But and I feel so much more expression it just to know that it's about your art and um, yeah. not about what we're about. 
although it's kind of part of it we all want to obviously we're, we're going to dress up if there's a gig aren't we and we're going to want to you want to look presentable but in yeah, terms I of, mean, of course you yeah. Do, yeah but but yeah it, oh god i mean this 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 is, this is a deep power, it? yeah but, it's it's gone deep like escalation <laughs> sorry I'll, I'll, yeah, no, yeah no it's you, great you are right you you your people you know I, I still try and look nice for gigs and and um you know there was yeah, even things like you know do you take the guitar that looks cool or do you take the guitar that's yeah because cool? you know, that's not always <laughs> the same guitar so you know there, there is a bit of that and it's weird that that still happens but um Nah, it's, a, it's a thing though isn't it we still want to I've been thinking about oh gosh I need to on these podcasts I'm so new to this is like my second or third day of this whole thing and right. uh, I, I want it to look good you want it to be you have to be presentable and as you said before we are our own manager now I mean not for yeah. many people but you could tell most people uh, and it's they they really do it properly all these interviews that I've had they've been immediately sending me press photos they've been sending uh, their best songs your production especially uh, in the song I, I was like, oh my goodness, this guy really takes his work seriously. And actually, I can walk into the next question about, uh, tell me about the production. Like, is it self-produced or have you got a some yeah. mates? Or... Well, so um, again, I'll, I'll try and, like I said, I, I tend to talk quite a bit. Uh, yes, it is self-produced. It was me and uh, one other fella uh-huh. who uh, is an incredibly talented man. His name's Jolian. Uh, he's, he's, he's been around. He's done, he's done some, some cool stuff. Uh, uh, and he's very knowledgeable. He was uh, based out in uh, in America, in um, California, I think, for for years and years and years, and uh, done 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 some quite famous people. Um, but I, I met him when he sort of moved back here. Uh, he, he actually from Salisbury, and I met him through a mutual friend. And I sort of met him with him and said, "Look, I want to do a big." production album i'm a huge mm. fan of, of people like i mean i grew up listening to sort of nick kershaw from the 80s who i, I think cool. is one of the most talented songwriters i, I think yeah. phenomenal and his production was always very good um and and you know sort of john mayer's production on some of his albums is phenomenal yeah and i wanted that level of production uh. but i didn't have any money for it so oh. we ended up doing the whole album mm. on a mac mini oh wow um, fair play in a loft conversion. Nice. Now, I like authentic. <laughs> yeah. Now I will offer I'll offer the caveat to that because I, I, I'm very skeptical when people say things like that. Oh, this was all done on that and it sounds great. We did have some very nice uh microphones. Uh we had some mm. very expensive guitars and 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 sort of, you know, we, we did have some, you know, we had some gear at our disposal. But essentially yeah. we used logic with waves plugins. Nice, uh, nice choice. And, and, yeah, and and he he's very very good Julian and when I first met him I I don't think even though we, we've been talking about you have to do everything yourself I don't think that that leads to people's best work no um, not I, at all. I think that sometimes the ego can go yeah. I did all this myself I'm like yeah but it doesn't sound very good you know so yeah. you, you have to get that balance right so for me um I am interested in production I, I, I'd like to think I've got a good ear but he really mm. just focused me with that. Like everything that I was doing wrong, he wow. would explain to me, oh, let's just try this and like, we mix it like that. And so it was one of those things that I came away from the first day recording. I, I took the guide track up there, just recorded acoustic and, and electric. And, and I walked away from the session at the end of the day thinking, God, that already sounds really good. And that's the guide yeah. track. Wow. And we, the remit was big production, you know, can what's the what is the best we can do? How close can we get to people like you know John Mayer in terms of his production? 
Yeah. Um, but without the multi-million pound studio. <laughs> I don't get me wrong. It, it's not as it's not up there with that. But I, it's it's very it's ballpark. In, it's in very polished. That, yeah. Well, we, what the, the test for us was when we when we did a track, we would put it into a playlist next to uh, Crowded House, who've always Ooh. had good production on their stuff. Um, Tom Petty, because uh, oh. I'm, I'm a big Tom Petty fan, and John Mayer. And then we would play play the song that we'd done in between those songs. And mm. it, it, did it stand up in that? Like, if, if that song came on in a playlist at a party, would people's ears go, oh, what's that? That sounds weird compared to everything else. <laughs> does, it, does it feel like it exists in the same space? And I know this sounds like a slightly weird answer rather than that. No. But, but, you know you can know everything you can about or oh, you know the frequency response of things and but at the end of the day it's your ears your ears will, will ultimately determine how your production sounds at the end of it it's so you true can, you can know how to do all these different things you can know a a, a plug-in inside out you can know yeah. how to position a mic in a room but it at the end of the day when you're when you've got 50 tracks on a, on, on a mac and you have to mix that properly it, it mm. does it sound good it does yeah. it sound does sound good does it really matter what the eq line looks like you know and and that that's what i learned from, from jolie and i mean don't get me wrong he's incredibly knowledgeable but mm. it was just the overall well you know technically that's not how you would record that but let's try it oh it sounds really good sod it you know that, yeah and and i think over the whole album I, yeah the, the thing that i am most proud about it is i can step back every now and again from that album and actually just enjoy it as a song rather than a song i did yeah, I like that. I like, and you you can have the license to do that because of what you just told us. Yeah, and it's it, okay. It's, it's a weird one because I, I I've always I don't know how you find this when you're songwriting, but when you listen back to a song you've recorded, mm. in your head there's like the internal timeline of how you recorded it rather than just listening to the song. So when you listen back to it, you're like, oh, I think that guitar's a bit loud there. Oh, I remember that day we 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 couldn't do that because yeah, yeah. And, and you don't enjoy the song for literally what it is, whereas. Mm. If you just listen to someone else's song and you weren't part of the recording process, you are much you don't more receptive know. to just the song. Yeah, like John May, you wouldn't know what he was going through. He could have been exactly. smoking or like drinking when he was doing it, but you don't know. You're just thinking about that song. that song. So you're more receptive to just enjoying it as the song. Whereas, you know, with, with your own stuff, it's, I find that very difficult. I find it as soon as I start singing, I'm like, oh, God, it's my voice and I hate my voice. And, and yeah. whereas there's a couple of songs on the album that In and Out, the one, the one we're talking about today, which, which you know, which. It, I can listen to it and it almost feels like I'm listening to someone else. And I like know. that. And it's like a new, um, what's the word? You can, it's like a fresh, you're not thinking about those times when, oh, remember when I did that note, we had to pitch correct it. You're thinking, yeah. oh, it's just a song. It's it's a song, which I enjoy. That's that's such, uh, there's so many things I can take from that. And it's- That's my remit now for, 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 for yeah. sort of, for doing stuff because I, I am into my, my production and I, I'm I'm mm. self-producing my next album and wow um, brilliant it's yeah well it you know it takes time it takes a lot of time and and you know I I don't believe in putting stuff out there that actually if you ever play something that you've done to somebody else yeah. uh-huh. and I've done it where you play it and before you're 10 seconds into the song you're like right now wait for this bit because this bit starts uh-huh. here you shouldn't apologize for your work even before yeah, someone's true. heard it and and you know, so I'm very, very harsh on 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 what I put out into the world. Now that doesn't necessarily mean what I do is good, but my by my standard, it, your standards are high if you're comparing it. it. Yeah, my 
my brother is a producer he always told me Chloe before you put it out there or even just as a demo he said why don't you uh, listen to one of your song you think is produced so well especially but now pop indie pop songs of clean yeah. you know the, yeah. the ones that yeah. are and you can tell with the audience that people there is one and you don't get comments on submit hub saying did you mix it properly and all this but I, I love how you did that you said there was you compared it to was it crowded house there was tom petty and there was yeah. John Mayer. Uh, yeah. Now, oh my goodness, I'm not even really. I, I don't know much about that music, but I would know that, that they can. They have got the license to go and record in these multi millionaires. So I think for you to do that, a lot of people would say like, "Oh gosh, like I hate comparing my songs to." But I think you're really setting yourself good standards, and it explains why. Because the first thing I said to you was the production. Like you know, it, yeah. so it's it's obviously paying off, and I'm glad that you can look at that as. Yes, of course, it's your song and you wrote it. And that's that's an amazing thing. But it's like, oh, my goodness, it's like the first time I can. I'm not thinking of all those other things because it's there and it's it's yeah. laminated. And that's yeah, amazing. No, it, it, you're right. And it, it's, you know, sorry, I'm going for too much longer. But it, no, it, you're fine. It's it's one of those things where I, you know, I wish I had I had a better voice. And I, you know, maybe, maybe the production on my stuff sometimes um carries the songs a little bit maybe you know I, yeah and i again this is me being harsh on myself you know i probably shouldn't do this I sh- i'm not a very mm. good uh self-promoter mm. i should just be like, yeah it's fantastic and, <laughs> be weird and unapproachable and everyone you know but i, I don't do that I, I can't do that and maybe the production does carry my, my songs a little bit sometimes and maybe that's a criticism i have of my stuff but you know you have to you work with what you have i can't change my voice uh mm. I, I you know i, I can't i want to write the songs i write um and i think if you try and do something uh, to to please other people, you you end up with nobody really liking it. Um, mm, absolutely, so, everyone's different I, anyway. So yeah, everyone is different, and and you know it, it's hard. I I would say I'm given. I you know I've I've recorded sort of like your lo-fi sort of um, hipster stuff in the past, where the you know, mm. you, the production isn't so much, or it's a different type of production. You know, yeah. And I think I think on on an unsigned level where you're not funded by a label, I think the the. The, the logistics of recording a big production pop album is, is it puts people off and I think yeah on, on mm-hmm. the unsigned level you don't hear a lot of big production pop stuff um yeah I, I don't anyway I mean you know mm. uh, maybe there is it is out there but I think the people think there is a limitation to the technology we can use at home and mm. to a point there is but I would say now uh is is if you know what you're doing with the stuff, that you can do a lot now. Um, on a home yeah, you, you really can. It's shocking to see some from your favorite bands too. I see on, oh, like I'm going to follow them on this and that. And then there'll be a video on, I don't know, YouTube. And it's like, oh my goodness, they've literally got the same setup as I have, but they're just yeah. a lot more skilled. And I, I'm, I agree though. There's people who've said, come on, Chloe, your stuff, you've got great speakers and this and that, but of course you're not going to sound like that because of this, but it, you can I think especially the more that we learn as well it, it's possible there's so yeah, many of my favorite bands I thought I pictured them in maybe Metropolis Studios or whatever Abbey Road and actually no they were just in a, maybe a caravan with yeah. tons of tracks and um so that's that's really um I really love how much you value the production side this is I'll probably call the episode something through the production even though we're talking about the song yeah, but obviously the no, song I, is the reason it's the, well, you said, it, yeah it's, it's all relevant it, isn't it it is all relevant and and you know you look there's there's plenty of stuff out there there's good examples of of incredibly well produced bad songs um yeah so true and, <laughs> and, and 
that 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 you know you can't get away from that. But at the same time, good production doesn't mm. mean necessarily, you know, the best sounding snare drum you've ever heard or vocals yeah. that are so well compressed that it doesn't sound like they're compressed. You know, like yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean good production. What good production means is does it it does it serve the song that that is being made with it? So True. if 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 you've got a song that needs to have that big pop compressed mm. feel to it, then do yeah. that. Don't yes. write a pop song and then try and produce it like <laughs> a Lumineers track. Like Yeah, sort of, exactly. That's you know, no get there it'll, it will sound too disjointed you know i look yeah. at like 1975 the production on their albums is phenomenal like, absolutely um, yes and, and it just yeah. suits the music they're doing is that real balance of like that you, you there's 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 elements they've got a of, lot like, in their songs like their textures are oh, brilliant it, it, the new album of, like the kooks and stuff isn't there and, and that, that sort of that angle. it's all over the place also, yeah, yeah. Just, the bass the and production, like yeah. Sorry, I'm getting excited. <laughs> Me too. I'm glad that you just... mentioned them, actually, because it's, phenomenal. it's who I compare. I spoke to my brother the other day, like, I just can't do it. I can't produce. And he said, Chloe, don't, I know what you're doing. You're comparing yourself to the 1975 because I've been listening to so many of their, like, not so much the new album. That's something else we can go into another time. But yeah. they're, um, they're, well, actually, no, their album, it's, I wouldn't necessarily say it's that good, but the textures, they're, yeah. they've done, like, let's be a multi genre band. And if yeah. you listen to, like, if, if you're uh, if you're too shy I listen to that and I'm like why does that bass sound so together and yeah. with the drums and his voice and then that, my brother's like Chloe they probably had a lot of intention sat behind you know all those those um, mixing tracks but do you know how much they can afford to spend on their productions and they're the worst band to do it for all of us because yeah. because of those instrumental textures and just their feel and dynamic and timbre um, sorry, I, ha I had to go. I, I got excited too because yeah, I no, am actually fine. quite a. I'm a bit of a closet. 1975, more A side than B sides, but yeah, I'm glad you mentioned them because they're a prime example of why I feel horrible at my production. But it's like, do you know what? I'm. It, it's. I might do your trick and do the Maya concept of. I want to listen to them and think that's the standard. Yeah, and you, you have yeah. to. And it, I mean, you know, they are a good example. 1975 because you actually listen. I mean, I. I their self-titled album is my favorite that they did. Ah, um, oh, yes, classic popular. back in 2013 and yeah, girls. You know, yeah. But what I love about that album and, and what it's the same reason why I like Continuum by John Mayer just just blows my mind as, as an album production wise. Oh, well, yeah. actually, no, everything wise, the songs are fantastically written, you know, the, they, yeah. they, the grooves are all there. But you actually listen to a song like, say, Girls, there's not a lot going on. There like, really isn't. It, You've got that it, guitar thing happening, haven't you? And the yeah the there's not a lot of instrumentation in that song so what impresses me about that album and again if you haven't heard much of continuum i, I recommend it because it's a similar yeah. kind of vibe it's mm. just wicked sounding instruments yeah just just put in in the right place and and then it's not that's that. too hard and it's that's that and yeah. that that level of production i think comes from people producers who actually are knowledgeable about not necessarily how to use software, but are knowledgeable about the genre of music that they're producing in. So for instance, yeah. you know, you 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 listen to, you know, all these, you know, these big bands, you know, like the Beatles and, and the production techniques they used. Mm. And, you know, in a studio, you just saying, right, we need some, we need some BVs by there for this track. Okay, well, what we what we thinking? Oh, let's do some Beatles style BVs. And everyone knows what that means. Yeah. But as a, as a producer, 
it's not just about then putting the mic in the right place, pressing record and just going, right, do some Beatles BVs, you know? It's not exactly. just about that. It's, it's also, does this track need that? Is that the right thing to do? And mm. ooh, do the Beatles, are their BVs quite high in the mix? Are they low in the mix? It's all, it's all the production within the song. And, and yeah. you know, that, that's, that's, that's the production I really like. It's just when a song starts and you're just like, right, Whoever wrote this and whoever produced it were just completely on the same page. And all they were doing yeah. was serving the song, which is ultimately the most important thing, I think. Definitely. It sounds like you've, um, you're already up to speed with these thoughts and these, uh, what's the word? It was just stuff you've learned, which is fantastic. I should actually do, I'm going to do another season of these podcasts if, if I get the time. I'm seeing how it goes yeah. because it, yeah. it is quiet at the moment. It's, I think, songwriting is there's so much to say about it yeah there is I, loads, the more that i talked i didn't even think about touching on production but i think i might do a separate series or rather episode specifically and it'd be great to chat to you again because i think you're someone um who well you've got a diverse music taste as well and for that reason i think that's good as well because you've got different ways of oh that worked well with that production and that worked on oh, that thing that they did and um, I'd love to speak to you again, Jamie. I think uh, yeah, <laughs> I think right. I meant to be on another. I feel terrible because there's more that I was. Um, should I think what, what time is it? I've gone over, but I would love no, to. No, honestly, to you. no, it's fine. We can do it again. Yeah, absolutely. I well, yeah, I'm going to have pretty much asked uh, more or less everyone to come back on other episodes because I, I guess I'm finding the things that are more ho- helpful to the listeners. And but this has been, I mean we could talk about this especially I think because we uh, like when you've got a band you both know and you know you yeah. can sort of go on about that and other people who are fans of maybe Tom Petty or uh, John Mayer and 1975 it's they're going to relate and that's awesome but thank you so much for talking about this song I'm going to play it now for the guys okay great uh, yeah and please come back for my next season because there's so much more that I want to ask you about um but for now I should uh probably um talk to my other <laughs> my next, because i've told her i may be leaving her hanging a bit so jamie i'm so sorry that we have to wrap no this up no it's been fun and yeah any, anytime you want to have a little chat again um definitely best to know anything but i'm very opinionated on a lot of things <laughs> no good you are and it's 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 just above all it's it's instructive i think to everybody and it's um you do it in a nice humble way as well. I don't get any vibes. You already you were saying you had some low confidence at the start of the interview, and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, why? You, you know, you're obviously very experienced, and you're, it's very sophisticated in the way that you um, you're telling me. So thank you so much, and yeah, for the guys listening, this is In and Out by Jamie Harris. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>